We back in the same studio, bro. <clears throat> and we back. And we back. Last time I was in here was Saturday, May 7th. How do I know? Because I documented it on the notepad. <laughs> I'm going to just write every time I have in-studio visits. <laughs> Will you uh, make it's a my, guest My appearance. studio log. <laughs> Until now, won't really be able to tell until we listen back. I know. Let me, let me turn it up to see if I can. We probably need to turn it down. It feels so good in here. Though. Yeah, it does. We're going to leave it on for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to so much music lately, bro. Um, I kind of have. Honestly, TikTok been putting me on. That's who put me on to that song. I, um... He had released a video and I put it, I had retweeted it and I, I think I put it on IG. I can't remember. But he released the video right before Juneteenth. And I was like, yeah, this is a Juneteenth vibe. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it's a Sunday vibe for sure. But uh, yeah, I can it, feel it on Juneteenth. It's a cookout. Hang with your <clears throat> cousins now. Mm-hmm. Which... Next year, bro, we gotta have a suburban uh cookout. <laughs> or some shit. Some nigga shit. We we could still do that this year. We could. We got another uh barbecue holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean technically well, we, got, we two. got two, yeah. We got Labor Day. That's the end of hol- of uh cookout season. Other we could than do pool. it Fourth of July weekend, but it'll have to be that Saturday because I gotta work that Sunday. And Monday. We do a Saturday. It'll be, it'll have to be after I get out of work. I've been looking up barbecue techniques. After I saw how the girls were shaming <laughs> niggas that didn't know how to barbecue. I was like, yeah, let me start looking up how to cook brisket. Yeah, I don't know how to do none of the fancy meats. That's the shit that, like, that's the shit to get the girls. Let me try your real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hold up, big girl. <laughs> I love me some ribs. Ribs is like the blackest shit in the world. <laughs> Name a nigga thing. <laughs> other than cutting up all the other pieces of a hog. From the root to the tooth. True. That is some. It's a southern thing for sure. Definitely. Heavily Negro. <laughs> COVID still, still kicking our asses. It's climbing in your window, snatching your people up. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <coughs> it means a Hodge kids, Hodge wife. Literally. Hodge kids, Hodge wife. I'm still not. Um, I still be in public without a mask. <laughs> Bro, I'm, I'm starting to. I'm starting to try to get back to like I got some home training. I like every I have one in my car again, and every now and then I'll be like, okay, let me just put this shit on. Or when I go into Walmart, I'll be like, okay, let me put this shit on, and then I'll be like, 
I can't do this everywhere. <laughs> I got 30K in 95s in my truck. Damn. Like, I slowly stocked up. My, well, my mom slowly stocked up, and she gave me Sheesh. a little supply. But yeah, I don't be using that right now. And I need to. I, tomorrow, sorry, tomorrow. Anytime I go to the jail, I'm going to use it. Yeah, you definitely got to use it in jail. People. That's good. So, I feel like this has been forever since we actually recorded together. Yeah. Like, not even just in person, but. Yeah. Life has been kicking both of our asses. Man, we've been saying that for six months. I know. <laughs> It's not getting any better. Ooh. I mean, it is getting better. We are speaking that into existence. Um, but yeah, man, it's been crazy. But I was so excited to record this week. And then you hit me up. You're like, I wanted to go in the studio. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we back, bitches. Well, also, I don't know. With the roommate situation, I don't really have my same recording space anymore. Like, Right. Her shit is literally taking over the living room, like everywhere. And now <clears throat> they always have people over. I'm very grateful that I can get out as soon as I can. I was not expecting it to happen that fast, but <laughs> I just can't. Like, I'm not trying to be that stuck up bougie bitch, but I just can't share my shower with nobody. No. As an adult. And like yesterday no. was a confirmation of that because I'm getting ready to go in and like get ready for work. And she was in the shower. And I was like, oh. This yeah. takes me back to college. <laughs> like, we haven't discussed each other's schedules. Yeah, you gotta work out a whole bathroom schedule when you got roommates. Uh-uh. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I literally hate it. That whole like that whole thing. The way that went down was just so... I felt very blindsided by my roommate. Yeah. That was a lot in and a short period. Yeah. I think when I was... um, I was either talking to my sister about it in the bathroom or something. And I guess he overheard me. So that's when he hit me up. Like, is something wrong? Like, trying to confront me. And we had that whole conversation. But, like... I just can't... I cannot live with people anymore. <laughs> New era just dropped. <laughs> the come up, the wealth. <laughs> so now I done uh, got myself into this new bougie place. <clears throat> like I gotta have renter's insurance and all of that bullshit. Hey, that renter's insurance ain't no joke though. Luckily. Uh, I don't think theirs is expensive. I think if you do it with them, it's like sixteen or seventeen dollars a month for a one bedroom. I had, I still have State Farms, Reynolds Insurance. They just added it to my car note. Or the washer and dryer, because it does come with washer and dryer. Oh, okay. hey, come, hey, look at God, look at God, <laughs> <laughs> look at him. Um, I'm trying to remember any fees I had. I feel like I had to pay something for like the community, like the clubhouse and shit. Mm. Not like it was like a one-time fee. No, this is. I think this is a monthly it, thing. Oh, okay. 
Cause like the gym and stuff was twenty four hours and all that other shit. Um, that clubhouse was dope though. <laughs> That's what I missed the most. That's what we gotta have. We gotta have a clubhouse party at your bougie ass apartment. Right? <laughs> yeah, this is cute. <laughs> we can have finger sandwiches. Um. Let me see, because I took a picture of all of this shit. <laughs> I'm having praise breaks. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, bro. I'm nervous, but I feel like I had to... I feel like I really definitely a step out on faith for sure because <laughs> i never foresaw myself paying this much in rent but i'm not really one to miss work i typically make my money through the week plus i have my clients so i'm blessed in that way but i just felt like i don't know i felt like it was time for me to make this like real adult move i didn't want to settle for no bullshit apartment like yeah i'm actually getting my own shit like why not why not actually get something that i want and that i know i can be comfortable in what's the first song you gonna play <laughs> <laughs> probably some gospel i'm gonna go ahead and just have a little, a little praise moment <laughs> a little praise break you gotta play at least ari uh, my new apartment one. Oh yeah for sure that's like a christening for everybody definitely <laughs> i'm gonna get the floors wet and all of that bullshit <laughs> <laughs> oh it's gonna be cute though i got a little patio oh this is my first patio well <laughs> <laughs> They approved me super quick too. Like that shit happened fast. That shit is always uh refreshing yet scary as fuck. Like y'all got a yeah. little bit more faith on me than I got on myself. <laughs> Cause that day, like I was just so fed up and ready. And then too, like my lease is gonna be up at the end of July anyway, so I really need to be looking regardless. Right. But I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I'm gonna see who got a one bedroom available and I'ma just go for it. So I went ahead like I pay that application fee like everything $220 just gone That's just because I was that up. fucking ready and next day they was like hey we wanted to let you know you've been approved and I was like, like nigga what <laughs> <laughs> I was fully expecting for y'all to send me that 150 back like, oh, <laughs> these niggas on some bullshit <laughs> I was fully expecting the like, opposite. You had your whole speech down, but these fuck niggas got me <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> but honestly, I felt like that was just like uh, one of those like signs. Like you step out on faith, make that move. They approve me. So I'm trusting God ain't going to put me through when he can't bring me through. Like, Lord, don't leave me now. <laughs> Lord, don't leave me now. <laughs> New era just dropped. <laughs> Trying to be car for to be paid off. Like, ooh, blessings, blessings. I feel like blessings are falling in my lap. My dad got his title <clears throat> last month. He's like, you get your title, you get your title. 
And I was like, man, I could have, but I was just at that point where I was like, I don't know. I feel like if I make a large lump payment, some other shit going to go wrong and I'm going to be yeah. <laughs> out here assed out. So I've been still like pacing it monthly instead of, but one more, I got one more. I wanted to frame my shit when I got my shit in the mail. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, I made like I, I own this shit. I was more proud of that than my degree, because yeah. it was like this shit paid off. That degree ain't paid <laughs> off, nigga. That degree might not never yep. get. Hey, they ain't getting me. Fuck it. I used to look at them niggas and be like, "Well, get it if you can." And now I'm like, "Hey, I avoid all them calls." They called me the other day. They got me, and they were like, well, "Just making sure we got a good." Home address and we got for your repayment when it starts and they told me how much and I was like well at least I got them because <laughs> I could pay a lot more than this but I'm not going to tell these niggas that shit they've been calling and leaving voicemails I already know who it is every time I'll be like nope. like Joe Biden <laughs> get your people <laughs> y'all can go ahead and leave me alone Joe Byron what you doing <laughs> Not doing it in today's economy. Right. You want me to add that to the bill? Nah. I'm gonna be able to do it. So we got one specific topic we really have to talk about because last Wednesday I was off. So, you know, I'm winding down. I'm in the bed, you know. I had had me a little taste before, but not too much enough to go to sleep. I'm just scrolling Twitter, and I see Beyonce put a release date for something. I was like, hope this ain't going to be no Ivy Park bullshit. Yeah. If, they, if it is Ivy Park, <clears throat> I'm going to try to get it, but it, it probably ain't going to work out in my favor. So I looked and then title posted something. I was like, oh no. This music. <laughs> this music. It's some real shit. And I was like, I gotta tell Kim. <laughs> and I was like, it's 12 o'clock at night. I can't just be hitting my nigga up and be like, wake up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's how everybody was when fucking self-title drop. Yeah. Hey, that shit swept across the nation. Everybody I, got, I had so many texts that next morning. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I missed it. Beyonce, bitch. Um, I was like, what? Literally spent the whole day in the bed that next day just consuming the album. <laughs> that shit was so dope, though. Because it was visuals, bro. It was so great. I let the shit download. We had the weakest internet in the fucking world. I let it marinate so that I could watch it with no troubles by midday. But, uh, yeah, I want to get one of the boxes. The fuck? <laughs> Beyonce is here. <laughs> That's exactly the mood. Bruh. So I was like, oh shit, 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 oh shit. And I'm just scrolling. I didn't go to sleep till like four o'clock in the morning. Cause I'm just like, oh shit, Beyonce's coming. Because the other thing was she had posted that post. Where she had all the album covers, like some of the album covers that inspired her. Mm -hmm. And then in that lower right corner, it was just a picture of a hand with a a red glove on it. And the stands were like, that's the album. 
she coming out with an album like nigga shut the fuck up y'all always state that Beyonce coming with a fucking album and then it was like okay the stands are fucking real we in Beyonce season everybody about to tuck they shit in <laughs> internet is going crazy <laughs> and then like the other part of the excitement for me was as a night owl I was like niggas gonna wake up to this shit and I was like oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit oh shit <laughs> And I couldn't even go to sleep because I was like, he's going to wake up to a Beyonce album uh, announcement. And then the day goes on. And then Drake say he coming out with an album that night. That night. And people were like, what the fuck is going on? Twilight Zone. So the internet explodes again. It's like, it's just like, yo, we get new Drake. We get new Beyonce. What the fuck else is about to happen? And so I'm getting excited. I ain't even a super Drake fan, but I'm like, Drake about to give us a summer bops. It's about to be dope. That album came out. And I'm listening to the first track. It's like, uh, I'm waiting for the drop. I'm like, okay. It's like some sinister Drake shit. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, he about to get in his feels. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) What, when I tell you, I was shocked. At the shit I was hearing. And it wasn't even because, you know, that I like electronic house music. Yeah. But I wasn't, I didn't think that that shit was about to be that. And it wasn't even the beats because the beats were fucking amazing. As always. Always. <clears throat> He's got the best ear for beats. I, Rick Ross might got him, but Drake's up there. Um, the vocals sounded shitty as fuck. I'll be honest, I didn't really pay too much attention to the vocals. Like the first couple songs, <laughs> I'm like, he sounds awful. I saw the video to I Do. <laughs> we had uh, tw- what, 27 Brides. The, yeah, the line of women. I was like, this nigga. <clears throat> That's really the most that I gave it. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna definitely go back and listen, but I have heard a lot of people being super disappointed. And it's not a bad album. It's just how do I say it? First off, nothing taking nothing from the producers because the producers produced the fuck out of that album. His vocals are the weakest part of it, mm. and it was really like I was like, wow, Drake really can't sing. I knew that Drake couldn't sing. But it was just like, I mean, you know, you can rap or sing. You can rap or sing. It's just like you can do the rock star sing. Yeah. Sometimes you not being a good singer is actually better than being a good singer. If that makes sense. Depending on who you are. If you can get your emotion across in your voice. Yeah. You don't have to try as hard. Right. But if you can sing really good and you get your emotion across, mm-hmm. that's a different monster. So, so internet is like, I saw people putting a whole lot of homophobic shit out there. I ain't even going front. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're like, I might cut that out. I don't know. That shit funny as fuck. <laughs> Burr said that it's going to go platinum in H&M. <laughs> I was, fuck 
fucking week, but he didn't lie. I also saw where somebody was like, so who's Drake's favorite person on Pose? And I was like, these niggas is out of control. And then I was reading the quote tweets because once somebody tweets something like that, you gotta, you read gotta research. Hey, you, no matter how dirty and filthy, you know that these quote tweets and these replies are. You gotta, you gotta do listen. the full Twitter research. You gotta look at the quote tweets. You gotta read the comments. When I saw somebody say Lulu off pose, I was dying laughing. Because Drake would totally be Lulu. <laughs> <laughs> that's um drake's alter ego for sure and then, like, it's just all these fucked up things people were saying and then it was also this weird dynamic of people being like y'all don't travel so y'all don't understand this album like nick if you like it just say you like just it. don't try to shame <clears throat> me into liking it it's just like when kendrick's album came out some people didn't like it and mm-hmm. that's cool I love it, but I mean, everybody ain't gonna like everything. So, you know, people, my only thing was Drake's voice did not match the vibe. House, house beats and stuff. Yeah. And you could have done so much better on them. But if you've never listened to that type of music, you wouldn't. Right. Really. And if you're really a Drake fan, you're gonna like mostly what everything he does. Mm hmm. And I ain't even gonna say that it ain't no bops on that because it's definitely some bops. Because Massive is amazing. I don't think I listened to that one yet. So, you know, that's a little vibe. He sounds good on that one. He does. He, that's one of the better songs. On it. He sounds very good on mm-hmm. that. So, you know, that comes out. And then one of Beyonce's team posts something Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday. And so everybody's like, what the fuck does that mean? And then Tuesday morning, everybody's like, the tr- uh, the single's coming out tonight. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, what the fuck? And then we're like, so Beyonce's going back to like a traditional like promo release? Promo. And it was like, woo! She broke it and now she's putting it back together. She's still doing it in a very like... <clears throat> the creator... And the recreator. Like she's doing it in such a way that is like you are gonna buy this shit. You gonna hear this shit. Like you are going to consume this shit no matter what. Like I how the science behind Beyonce (laughs) and her drops is just different. Needs to be studied because it's definitely marketing class, not one on one. We're gonna put it at least what two oh two. You gotta have a little bit of credit, something. <laughs> it's giving eight oh one. But like every single drop she does, whether it's music or apparel, is just like crazy. Also, I did skip over one thing. So when I hit you up. It was the day. It was after you were woken up, and I was like, I can't remember what I asked you. I was like, What kind of box are you gonna get? You're like, What? Yeah, I was like, Box. I was like, Yo, she's selling uh boxes, and the way she set up the boxes is crazy because it's no pictures on any of this shit. You don't know what you get, but you gonna buy it. 
Dante. <laughs> because that's another layer of just like anticipation that she builds with this shit. Like she knows that we want her so bad at this point that we going to give her whatever piece of the puzzle to dig deeper into the Beyonce pot. Like we got to figure, we need to know what's going on, bro. The inner turmoil in my soul when I was like, <laughs> which box? <laughs> what box am I going to choose? And then Mia had posted something. Mia's my cousin who's been on this podcast. And she said she was trying to decide which box. And I was like, I don't know which one to get. I'm just going to get whichever one. <laughs> I said so the, the fact of whatever one she got. <clears throat> I was like, which one are you going to get? And she was like, I think I'm going to get four. Because I was gonna say, <laughs> she was like, four was going to be the one for me, too, because everybody knows. Right. And she was like, I feel like four is going to be special <laughs> based on Beyonce, be- that being her number. Four going to have a little touch of blue ivy in it. I, know, I was like, I like that idea. She was like, but we should just get separate ones and compare. And I was like, look at Cuzzo. These are facts. So but I got yeah. box one. I would have went with four if I was trying to make a decision because I could just imagine myself deliberating at that point. Like I already knew I had to save my ducat. So it just wasn't in the stars for me, which is fine. Um, But I was, I just can see myself deliberating on the website, trying to put some, some like science and meaning behind each number. That's what I was to make. It make sense. After Mia said four, I was like, it does sound ridiculous to choose any number other than four. One and four sold out first. Mm. I, I like I took a couple hours and now I was like, fuck, I'm getting one. So and then also shot. Look, this is the level of complexity that my queen shows to us. Sis had uh, sizes that went up to like five X. Mm-hmm. So like when, it, when they first announced the boxes, I was like, bro, I ain't gonna be able to fit under this shit. Let me do. Let me just go look. Let me go look. And then I saw that she had my size and bigger. I was yeah. like, bruh. An yes. inclusive queen. Yes. <laughs> my shit was forty-six dollars. Her and her and Rihanna do be they they be here for the people. Hey. And that's the other thing. If you gonna be a capitalist, be a goddamn capitalist where I could get my shit. Get let me get my ducats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and fuck it. But yeah, what's gonna be funny is when y'all realize that all the boxes are the same. Exactly, <laughs> that's what's gonna be the fucking shit, and it's gonna be so fucking funny, especially the people that got four boxes. Ooh, yeah, ooh we, because there was a lot of people talking about. Yeah, I got all four boxes. Yeah, they used to say different they poses. Gonna resell them. Yeah, or gift them. Now that they're they're all sold out too, I'm like, yo, this is a valuable thing now. $46 with shipping for a box, <clears throat> the CD, and the book. Yeah. And the shirt. Hey, you can't. You can, hey, that's a People have given deal. us less <laughs> for a lot more. These are facts. So, yeah, that happened. So, I, <clears throat> Juice has a Beyonce box coming, like the bad bitch that Juice is, because <laughs> I like to do bad bitch shit. <laughs> when does it actually ship though? Like next month or this month? Yeah, next month. Yeah. I think it ships by the time the album release. Yeah. I think I think you have like it's like two day shipping. That's just gonna be so like this is what it is. She's creating an experience. So everybody's exactly. gonna have their boxes maybe like 
the day before the album releases then when that shit come on like everybody gonna be posting with they fucking apparel or whatever it is and allegedly there's hidden tickets in some of the boxes it's a tour it's gonna it's It's it has to be a tour it has to be a tour beyonce don't drop shit and not do a tour and She's I'm, a touring artist. I just hope I'm able to see that shit. And I can oh. cry like a little bitch. If it's if it's some tour dates around my birthday, consider it done. <laughs> consider it done. Right. I can't wait. Oof. But so, how do you feel about "Break My Soul"? So on that Tuesday, they were like, "Yo, this uh, t- the single's coming out tonight." So I'm like, I was so excited the rest of the day, and then I was on Twitter. And I saw um, Daniel Cody Zay post it about, uh, oh, yeah, this song is amazing. And I was like, oh, look, we got a leak. And I, I refreshed Twitter and I saw that it was a leak. And I was like, oh, shit. I ain't seen a Beyonce leak since about 2012. <laughs> so I listened to that shit and I was like, ooh. And then people were like, so y'all like this, but y'all didn't like Drake's album? Like, first of all, Beyonce can sing, first and foremost. Let's start there. Let's start there. Second of all, Beyonce has done dance tracks. Blow. Yeah, and especially because it was a New Orleans bounce flavor on it by having Frida on it. Get me bodied. Uh... Let's not act like she knew. Right. She's not. And then plus the New Orleans influence has always been in Beyonce's music. So she didn't do nothing on that that I haven't seen her do. Now she hasn't done the full house sound, but I was like, okay, I like this shit. And other people were like, you know, I don't like this. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But I, like, this is the shit I like. I think it's just because like, it's unexpected for B and Especially when like artists, um, very renowned artists, go for certain periods of time without dropping music, people just kind of like have in their head what's coming next, or they project that like whatever they want to come next for the artist, like that's what they expect. And I feel like a lot of people weren't expecting that. But I love when B gives us unexpected things. Like for me. Uh, lemonade was very different for her it was very different for us to consume too because she had a full-on country joint on that hoe yeah like it's a concept album nobody nobody expected that but daddy lessons is a fucking bop (laughs) yeah you know what i'm saying like it's just so many elements that she brings which is why i feel like she is who she is like you can't you can't put an expectation on what she's gonna bring just know that whatever it is it's gonna be great she's our michael jackson she like literally like like you can't compare like i've been saying that for years yeah but people really gotta understand like she's the last of like that she is the star of stars she walks in a room, people, Beyonce, Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. Like, she sells out arenas immediately. Arenas. With 
high ass ticket prices. Not stadiums, <laughs> arenas. High ass ticket prices. Right. We talking two hundred plus dollar tickets. And she be having people like on the tour, like she's the Grateful Dead. They be going to different cities to have a different experience. Like it's di- like she yeah like this ain't nobody gets the same. <laughs> nobody gets the same experience when they are on a tour stop show with beyonce and she ain't gonna mail it in no days so like that's that's our michael jackson bro appreciate her while we have her and i'm not just saying that because i'm in the hive which i'll die for the caliphate (laughs) (laughs) die for the hive (laughs) but no like so she's gonna come out with some new shit and it's gonna be different and it's gonna be dope. People when Michael Jackson came out with Dangerous, there were some people being like, He's taking the uh New Jack swing. Yeah. I don't know if Michael can Yeah. Michael can body anything. Beyonce mm-hmm. can body anything. Mm-hmm. What? It's, it's just some artists that j- you can't just put in a box. You can't just put in one genre for their entire discography like it's just like we were talking earlier we were talking about how on beyonce's first album or when beyonce first went solo even the old heads was like she different yeah the legends of legends michael jackson loved beyonce Mm -hmm. prince loved beyonce patty labelle um luther was on the first album like she had like a different it was just different for Beyonce. When she went solo, everybody was like, This is Diana Ross. This ain't no this ain't no homemade shit. This ain't shit. no regular <laughs> shit. <laughs> we all recognized her as the star from the jump. Yeah. And then everybody like that's why would everybody would try to like have like all these other like like ooh Sierra's the Knicks. <laughs> Ashanti's the Knicks. No, it's fucking Beyonce. Beyonce and everybody else. Not saying everybody else sucks, but it's just she the queen. Mm-hmm. What other 22, 23 year old could call herself the queen and people be like, hey. okay. <laughs> Sis got it. <laughs> Not too many. One woman I was in love with told me that Beyonce wasn't all that and she wasn't that good of a singer. And I wanted to be like, look. <laughs> You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? <laughs> it's like, bro, no. She can fucking sing. She can sing better than you realize. Everybody has their opinions, but I just feel like when it comes to Beyonce, there's only one opinion. Exactly. <laughs> it's only one. Because hey. it's not, like I said, like, she is just so fucking multifaceted. It's not just her vocals, and it's not just... Her ability to dance on stage. This bitch is in fucking fashion magazines. British Vogue? British Vogue. Not Vogue. British British Vogue. British. British Vogue. (laughs) This bitch was in British Vogue. In some high fashion couture Couture. shit. Like, she's a fashion icon. She has, like crazy vision for all of her shit like all of her tours all of her concerts all of her albums she has this fucking powerful machine behind her that always 
makes the shit happen. Her, her marketing is crazy. Like <clears throat> feminist icon, mother, goddess on earth, and you bitches want to fucking hate. Like how how <laughs> can I just don't see how anybody can deny that? I was like, when I told that person that I loved, I was like, nah, she's really dope. Like, so is she gonna cancel me on Black Twitter? Like, I want to, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, the fuck I am. Actually, die for the hive. <laughs> I listen, Beyonce. Yeah, that's listen. That that one TikTok sound. Yep, he mine, and I'm stick beside him. <laughs> that's how I feel about Beyonce. <laughs> yep, yep, mm-hmm, yep. said you know i love break my soul <laughs> i love that song i've listened to it at least like 40 times and she incorporated big frida on another one of her tracks like hey we love that and then she uh i saw where she is technically an interpolation i think is how you say it interpolation yeah where uh she had sample robin s um the song if you want me we'll let, uh, mm-hmm. that old house song mm-hmm. and they were breaking down that she technically doesn't sample it but she uses so much of the same chords that she just gave her writers credit because that's how you avoid lawsuits Copyright at this point shit, yeah and then they interviewed robin s on uh some british show and they were like she was like crying because beyonce used her work oh and i'm just like that's a this ain't no homemade shit (laughs) (laughs) and she she think beyonce and jay-z because jay-z does have a writer's credit on it Mm. the fun thing for me as a hove stand also is every time beyonce has a jay-z writer's credit on it i'll be trying to guess which Which lines (laughs) yeah i this is my uh fan theory I think the part where she's like, back outside, back outside. Mm-hmm. That's whole. That feels Jay-Z. <laughs> That's whole. <laughs> you said you was outside. You ain't outside. That's whole, babe. Um, but yeah, I love that song. I love house music. And I love that for, for the last week since Drake dropped his um, album, that people have been debating about house and techno and yeah. other electronic music being black it's been a lot of house conversations and a lot of yeah black community house especially because this is <clears throat> african-american history month african-american american music history month mm-hmm. so i like the idea that we're debating about other subgenres that fall under blackness that also are electronic and it's different from uh, one of the people i follow that's a music journalist is uh Craig Seymour. And so he's a big house person. Um and he had when Drake dropped the album, he had uh came out, he's like because people were like, Drake dropped some oomphs, oomphs music. And he's like, oomphs, oomphs is a way is a derogatory term. Yeah. And you're acting like that. It was white people who created this music. It is a traditionally black music. Mm-hmm. 
like I can't remember who tweeted. I think Frankie Knuckles has said this before. He said that House is uh Disco's revenge. Mm. And I was like, damn, that's some dope that's a good explanation of it. Especially because the anti homophobic uh I mean the homophobic anti disco shit was totally because it was queer people and it was queer people of color making music and enjoying it. So that's why they had the disco sucks movement. So disco dies commercially and it goes underground, becomes house. Hmm. And that's because of black and brown people. Hmm. So I didn't know that. And then house starts in Chicago. Yep. But Miss Glenn is a huge fan of house music. Yeah. There's so many Chicago people like that. That was the other fascinating thing about this week. Seeing the people that be like, no, nah, I don't fuck with that. And then the other people be like, no, nah, that kind of, I fucks with that. And like, it's just crazy because people were talking about like, the conversation started roughly from people acting like what Drake did was dubstep, mm. which it wasn't dubstep. No. And definitely what Beyonce did is not dubstep or music <laughs> that's house and bounce and then the other thing is like it's so many different conversations um craig seymour was like it's good that people are getting involved in it and learning about house music and the different subgenres and everything but you don't have to do a crash course in this you don't have to learn what house music is in a week yeah you can just grow to love this music like it's existed for 30 40 years it's a wealth of knowledge to be learned and you don't have to do it right away. Yeah. And I was like, that's a real music journalist. Yeah. That's why I really hate when people are so quick to give their think pieces and like full blown, just like critiques on new music. Right. You gotta let that shit sit with you. You can say you don't like this song one day, but then maybe you hear it four or five, six more times by chance and it grow on you like calm that, down off that first listen and that's what i saw other people saying they were like they <clears> went <throat> out for like the parties for juneteenth and other stuff and they heard the music out and like no this sound different mm-hmm. also the the means you listen to music sounds different i'm this gonna sound like some snobbish shit kind of is not shit sound different on that yeah for sure it sounds different on your phone it sounds different on your phone with headphones it sound different in the car right like everything is gonna sound different mm-hmm. but like especially like if you only listen to it off your phone you're doing injustice yeah you gotta put some headphones in you at if least nothing else right <laughs> Because headphones are amazing mm-hmm. and the you hear special audio nowadays bro I, that's why i want some uh some uh, AirPods. Yeah, I do too. I'm afraid to get them though. I hear a lot of people say they like don't fit their ears well. I they I'm gonna have to get the AirPod Pros, and that's gonna be expensive. But hey, but yeah, like listen to me. Always listen to music. This is my. This is usually how I consume music. I listen to it at least front to back once. And then I'll listen to it front to back on my headphones, on my phone, the car, and then on the system. Mm-hmm. Listening to it on the system first is always the best way. Yeah. 
or even the speaker I have in the living room mm-hmm. is really good for listening. But yeah, just listen to it in different ways and then give it time. Like my opinion on Drake's vocals doesn't hasn't changed, but I do like this, the the album a little bit better. Yeah. And I can when I was listening to the album, I could see myself like on the reels we do. I was thinking, oh, I can use this. Mm-hmm. That's how I, I was thinking of it almost like a DJ chopping the shit up. And then the other thing is, everybody has decided to come out this week as being the biggest K Trinata fan ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Be like, I mean, if y'all like this bullshit, y'all should listen to K Trinata. Be like, yeah. We've all been listening to Catronada. Yeah, Where y'all been? And then this one chick, this how you can tell it's some young ass people on fucking Twitter. She was like, I'm just surprised that Catronada took off because usually black people don't like oos music. I like, hate, I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick of that. It's like, bro. And then first off, it was times people be like, we created this fucking music. What the fuck are you talking about? And then other thing is like, Catronada been dope. Another thing with that, like, we created this music part. I saw somebody arguing, too. They were just like, um, I'm so tired of this narrative that black people created everything. Like, y'all just see, you know, certain things on the internet and run with it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, all you got to do is research. Right. The Wikipedia page on the shit will tell you that we fucking created the shit. Y'all just want to go against the grain so bad people be trying to knock black people off an inch mm-hmm. when we tell y'all we created every fucking music in america and people be like Ooh, you didn't create country be like you're wrong bitch we did <laughs> we just created it with our hillbilly cousins yeah <laughs> also the other funny thing is like the exploration of black electronic music is so different regionally so you have like Miami bass, which to some ears would sound like house music, but it's just electronic. Their version of electronic music. Then you got bounce, New Orleans. You got New Jersey club music. Uh, you got Detroit, which I think technically invented techno. Then you got my home state. Uh. Down South Blues, the sip, which has elements of electronic synthesizer music in the 80s. Then you got, you know, it's just black people doing electronic shit all around the fucking world. It's just, I'm glad that kids are learning about this because the other thing is the only connection somebody like our age has. Is those commercials when we used to watch uh, Cartoon Network and they'd be like, Dances of the 80s. Yeah. Wanna be my double? Uh-huh. Wanna be my. What is love? <laughs> Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> oh my God. Finally, it has happened to me right in front of my face and I like. Baby, if you want me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know how weird it is to be like five or six years old and see these commercials like, who the fuck? What is going on? Yeah, like, <laughs> what does this got to do with anything? And then you look up and you're 33 years old 
and two of your favorite artists of all time drop some house shit same, in the same, same week. <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> Full circle moment. Right. Make it about the hood some way. Um, you out the hood now, baby. Speaking of the hood, you know, there's been a lot of uh hood things going on the last couple weeks. Mm-mm. Um, have you been keeping up with the elephant situation? The elephant in the room, if you will. I love no. these, I love these moments. Um, so about two weeks ago, there was news out of India that a woman had been trampled by an elephant. Oh, wait, I think I did see that. I think I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> she had been trampled by an elephant. It's a black woman, right? No, I know what you're talking about. Uh-oh. We're going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> so it was an Indian woman that was trampled by an elephant, allegedly. And uh, supposedly... They had the funeral for the woman and the elephant came back and trampled on her again. So from that moment, black people all around the country and all around the world, really, because I saw Africans putting into this being like, what did that woman do to make (laughs) that elephant that mad? And then somebody was like, it's because black people operate under the understanding of they don't harm nobody they be doing their own thing it's just like mm-hmm. we like with black people <clears throat> when they know a weird ass nigga but he don't be harming nobody he just be a weird ass nigga by himself they don't like when people be trying to bully or come at that nigga so when he swing off on somebody they like you shouldn't have been fucking with him that is a universal black thing <laughs> Should have left that nigga alone. So we were looking at the elephant like, what the fuck did this bitch do to make these majestic ass fucking creatures? Yeah, because they rarely just be angry. Right. And then we start seeing tons of videos about elephants. (laughs) That black woman uh, had that video of her with those elephants and that three week old elephant like like tackled her mm-hmm. <laughs> and was just like playing on her to the point to where the elephant's older sister we like boy come over here i'm sorry he embarrassing us <laughs> he was um he was being playful in yeah. that one but i i saw the shit about the other one <laughs> with the white woman yeah hey that also affirmed something else i thought elephants are black <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a knitter. (laughs) I mean, it might be they do represent the Delta Sigma Theta, right? That's what sorority. That's what one woman said. She was like, as a Delta and as (laughs) as a black woman, I'm gonna go against all of these allegations. And I was like, this is a Hall of Fame tweet. Referring to yourself as an elephant because you're a Delta (laughs) is fucking amazing. If elephants only knew. I know. Like black women worship y'all, baby. <laughs> also I mean but honestly, baby elephants are so cute. 
And also, I've talked about my affinity for bears on here. Elephants are my original first favorite animal. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if I've ever really had a favorite animal. I've always loved elephants. And then when I was in kindergarten, this is going to tell how old I am. We went to the zoo. They gave elephant rides and uh, camel rides. I was like, whoa, I'm only going on an elephant. <laughs> so I got to ride an elephant when I was five. Mm. And I was like, yeah, this will be my favorite animal forever. So I started falling in love with bears. And I was like, bears are amazing. I don't think I've been on anything other than a horse. I've been on a horse. I've been on an elephant. But in today's, like, these kids now, they can't imagine. Like, I might as well have told this whole podcast that I grew up in 19 fucking 30s. <laughs> like, they let you ride a fucking elephant when you were a child? Like, yeah, that that wasn't normal for No. Nah. But we also grew up in uh, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey, and that shit is heavily frowned upon now. No, literally the only reason why I rode a horse when I was little was because, um... It was for motherfucking school photos. They literally took, or we literally had like Southern, I don't know what the, like we had, we had a farm theme for our school photos. It was at Oakwood. No, it was either Oakwood or Union Chapel. I can't remember. I think it was actually Union Chapel. But we had the little like checkered scarves tied around us. It was either checkered scarf or a bandana scarf. We had leather vests on and they literally put us on a horse to take our photos. I'll be all the way honest with you. That's the blackest shit I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) And still to this day, I look at them damn pictures and I'm like, they really put us on this fucking horse (laughs) just to snap a damn photo. You went to the old town road. (laughs) I don't understand the logistics behind like why did y'all go as far as to have a horse in this bitch for photos and then y'all dressed us up bruh y'all put us in these <laughs> I, they, didn't see that picture. They, I gotta find it if I find it I will definitely send it to you That's gonna be- I remember I had my hair in braids it was half up, half down, because that's just a classic. It's going to be a classic to the day we die. But I had like a little braided bang, and my bangs was curled too fucking tight because my mama was definitely a foam roller type of bitch. <laughs> we had them tight ass foam roller curls that were bent in the middle. <laughs> okay. I had a bent foam roller bang in my fucking braids. Uh. <clears throat> Yeah, they put me in, in a fake ass chap, <laughs> leather leather rawhide vest. It it was fringed. I'm not gonna lie. And a bandana scarf around my neck. The funniest part is I'm picturing because <laughs> they both had red polka dot pictures. <laughs> I'm like. That was a 90s black thing. The black community is unmatched. We literally all went through the same shit. It's crazy, bro. All of us, like very specific things. We, as a black girl born in the 80s or 90s, everybody had at least this one red dress with white ruffles. (laughs) 
or this one like watermelon dress. It was like a pink dress with like a watermelon collar. And I feel like I've seen that dress <laughs> retweeted on my timeline so many times. Where people be like, who else? Who else had this dress? And literally everybody's like, wow. Like, we all live the same childhood. <laughs> How do we all have this fucking dress? How do we all have these white socks with the ruffles in them? The shit I don't be understanding is how did all our parents have the same furniture and the same comforters and the like, same like same drapes. colors of everything yes. too. Like colors, I feel like like interior wall colors were so like hot trends back yeah. in the day. Like when they started coming out with more <coughs> colors and just like your basic like white, red, blue. But like game change. that deep green color, it was that, doing numbers in one, the hood. That maroon burgundy ish color, yes. gold everywhere. Woo. Floral wallpaper. Hey, what I don't get is how do we all get the memos? That's the shit I don't get. Like you could talk to somebody from Alabama, or you could talk to somebody from Seattle. And we all got the same fucking memos that had the same shit in our fucking house. And it's like, all it took, though, was for your mama to see it in one person's house. Yep. And shit spread. This was out the but internet. But who told that one person, exactly. though? All this shit happened without the fucking internet, bro. <sighs> Just off <sighs> word of mouth of being like, I saw some hip shit. Black people undefeated, it, bro. It couldn't have been HGTV. It couldn't have been that. HGTV could never. <laughs> it, had, it had to be a magazine. Was home, it Ebony? Home and Garden, Southern Living, bro. Some we we need to bring back Ebony and Jet. Also, we need to reclaim Ebony from porn shit because it's goddamn shame. I can't have a daughter named Ebony without some weird ass nigga. Be oh, <laughs> it's a lot of things we have over sexualized. Like yes. the fucking eggplant emojis, never eggplant anymore. <laughs> never. It's not actually food anymore. All these vegans that we can't talk about actual goddamn eggplants. It's a goddamn shame. Nope. It's an abomination and you niggas should be ashamed of your fucking selves. But yeah, like, what? It's just like, are we not flowing in the blackness spirit in a way to where we get the memos that our aunts, uncles, and parents and grandparents got? Because they were having the same shit. Yeah, and it was status symbols in in each like no, just don't sit on that good furniture. You gotta put the uh, <laughs> the uh, keep the uh, plastic on it. No, we're definitely not flowing in the same era, but that's because we're in this new era of Etsy and shit, where everything's customized and yeah, that's true. You know, everybody actually wants to be different. So we gotta we gotta all bond together and give our children the same fucking we gotta we one man, se- one sound. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta settle on certain things right now that we are gonna carry into this next generation. I know we're trying to break generational curses, baby. But what about generational blessings? Mm. Hey, about five years I'm gonna be a pastor. And that shit gonna be dope as fuck. <laughs> generational blessings <laughs> right go ahead and start your bullet points now hey 
That's when the new era going to drop the prosperity gospel juice. <laughs> oh, shit. Are y'all ready to join the congregation? Now, what's going to be funny if this shit is real in five I know. years? I'm looking at Can you believe this shit? Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. <laughs> It was Father's Teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I didn't really do anything. I mean, I was at work. Me, my, me, my uh, brother and sister all put in to buy my dad a a boombox. Which is another full circle moment because my first memories is my daddy grilling with his boombox with a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. And now this shit is Bluetooth. And this nigga ain't gonna know how to operate this shit at all. It's gonna take him a couple tries, for sure. It's gonna kick his ass. (laughs) (sighs) But, and I was like, I need a boot. I need a nice outdoor boot. That's the next part of the the speaker community. I've also been looking at turntables because I'm like, this might be the time. You finna turn into the next uh, amorphous out here? Part of me is like, I know I would actually kill as a DJ. Like, it would be like, (laughs) it makes the most sense of anything I've ever thought about it. I haven't done it yet. The amount, there's one, um, there's one DJ on fucking TikTok I follow that actually, like, I appreciate his DJing. Because not only is he good with the, the ones and twos transitions, but... Like, he basically, which, I mean, it's obviously a simple DJ thing, but he fused um, Lauren Hill, X Factor, into Nice For What. But he had, like, X Factor so, like, slowed that you couldn't really tell, so he started speeding it up, and that's when, like, the hi-hat and all that picked up. Yeah, and then he fused it into. I'm like, those are the kind of DJs that I can appreciate. But you have to know music for yeah that type of stuff. Because surprisingly, it's a lot of people that are not familiar with Lauryn no. Hill X Factor, which is like an iconic we lose up song. We losing recipes, bro. Woo. Like that's what, that's the type of shit I'm scary out here. We gotta pass these generational blessings. It's getting <laughs> scary out here. It is. It's a lot of people that don't know, like, simple things about music. And, I like, I be going back and forth with myself because I'm like, all right. I have the awareness to know that I'm a music nerd. And I fan out on music a different way from other people. So I've tried to get away from being like, you don't know that? But every now and then I'll be like, y'all fucking know that shit? Like, seeing the, the way people were, like, clearly... I saw a tweet where somebody was like, you can always tell the information that somebody just got. They'd be like, house music is black music. Yeah. <laughs> They're just excited to share. Their Here's a thread. First, their first piece of knowledge. <laughs> right. But that, I understand and I appreciate that in a different way. But you want some beer? You want? Uh, I think I'm- 
But yeah, it's uh So I'll be trying to like not hold everybody up to my music geek standards. Because I mean, I don't wanna isolate people. I don't want people to think I'm not a normal person. But shit like this this past week, I've been energized to talk about music in a way because it's like we're not talking about stupid shit of like what's your top five mm-hmm. uh, rap songs and we got to compete every week. Mm-hmm. We're talking about subgenres of black music that we have never talked about on Twitter. Katrinata is getting his flowers and it's a whole, like this one uh, producer, he was like, I was in the studio with four of the producers. Everybody was making house beats. I'm like, yes. It's going to be a lot of bullshit to come out of this shit. But it's going to be some really good music that also comes out. Yeah, I feel like literally everybody is making a... a it's, it's like a cultural shift, which I mean... Yeah. We went from... Niggas weren't dancing in the club, bro. True. Like... <laughs> And that ain't never been true for no part of blackness since we literally got here. Mm-hmm. It's time. But I mean. Also elephants. <laughs> Damn. We didn't came we didn't came all the way. Who we? Did you see uh the only thing I had for the elephants was I had a joke that uh, Horton heard a bitch say what? <laughs> and uh, that's some silver teeth behavior. <laughs> Caps. <laughs> right. You know what's crazy? This is some wild shit. I was really bad when I was a kid. I had silver caps. Did you? I had a couple, yeah. See? This tooth right here, the reason it's off is because I had a cap mm-hmm. in front of this and it didn't come off until I was like sixth grade. Yeah, and I hear like, I mean, it's basically like after so long, like your tooth underneath erodes, decays. Yeah. Luckily, they do that more when you're a child because you're going to lose those teeth. Mm-hmm. But just like that tooth, this didn't come out. So another tooth grew underneath it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had, I was a silver teeth kid. And when I lost those silver teeth, I mellowed the fuck out. I was never a silver teeth kid. I wanted to be. It's funny the shit you think is cool. Little did I know. <laughs> silver teeth behavior is a different thing. Uh-oh. Little did I know it's for a whole other <laughs> reason. Whole other socioeconomic reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, people were like, them elephants got silver teeth. And I was like, God damn it, that's a good ass fucking joke. <laughs> what if they do? What if they did? You remember that one tiger had that gold tooth? <laughs> it was a couple of years ago on Twitter. Where it's like somewhere in like Bangladesh or some crazy shit. They gave a tiger a goal to. And I was like, God damn it, that's the blackest shit I've ever thought. <laughs> like of all the things. Give that tiger a, a gold tooth. A gold tooth? Let's listen to some music for a second. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
like I saw all the homophobic shit that people were putting, and I was just thinking, if y'all think y'all's homophobia is gonna stop me from being a Beyonce fan or a house music fan, mm-hmm. you are sadly mistaken. Mistaken. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Me too, Will. Look, gay music is the dopest shit in the world. They've been getting on your boy uh, Santana lately, though. That shit is wild. <laughs> Material girl. When he said that, like, when he did back down on the comments on Blue Ivy, that's when I was like, bro, you fucking up the game. Oh, I didn't know that had happened. I mean, I knew about the initial comments. He was just like, y'all trying to cancel people for all this blah, 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 blah. I'm like, nigga, you were talking about a child. But it was it was tons of niggas getting them tweets off back in the day. Talking about Blue Ivy's hair or saying that B and J weren't the real parents and all this other shit. Because J was ugly. Yeah. And they... I don't feel one way or another about Jay-Z as far as being handsome or ugly. But it's because he has black features. That people yeah. are quick to be like, he's ugly. Mm-hmm. Look at that big nose and big lips. Be like, nigga, have you Especially looked in the mirror? <laughs> next to light skin. Light, bright, damn near hair, white. Brown eye, Beyonce. Yeah. That's what that is. And then Hove and uh, Blue Ivy popped up at that Warriors game. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, she looks like Beyonce. She looks so grown. It's weird. That's what made me feel old, too. Having an 18 year old nephew and then Blue Ivy being what 11, 10, 11. I'm like, what the fuck? And now she getting to the point to where her features are gonna start flopping. Mm -hmm. Like my granddad used to say, that baby looks like who's ever is next to you. (laughs) But that was the first time we saw Blue next to Jay, and it was like, oh, Beyonce. Which is sad. I love that that uh, video of New York saying Beyonce on Flavor <laughs> of Love is so iconic Beyonce? that it doesn't even have to have a caption. It's just a picture of her with her mouth open and it's just like, Beyonce! Like, Title changed their profile picture to that <laughs> after the, re- like the, the single release. Oh, sheesh. And I'm like, bro. Beyonce is so famous, she got iconic memes. She really does. It's a meme for her in every meme genre. It's amazing. A gif, <laughs> a gif as well. Yeah. My favorite are the ones where they... It, it's fucked up. My favorite are the ones where they act like Beyonce's an airhead. <laughs> <laughs> Too often. Like when it was the one where they were like, I met a girl in there and her name was Sweet Tea. <laughs> Carolina. <laughs> they were like, her name is Sweetie Beyonce. They were like, no, her name is Sweet Tea. Because <laughs> it's stupid. It's not based on anything like where we think Beyonce is stupid. It's just. She didn't know. <laughs> right. With no context. Where is Sweetie? I don't know. She it seemed like she been laying low for a little bit. She got a nigga. I know that. <laughs> it it feels like I can't remember if she actually dropped a single or anything. I remember her saying something about music. I feel like she may have dropped something recently, but I don't know if it's a full 
No lie, I haven't Album. seen Sweetie since she posted that uh, video of her playing piano with that nigga from Snowfall and my timeline. I follow a lot of black women. They were devastated. It was almost like that time that Scotty Beam said she was going on her first vacation mm-hmm. and Nick, uh, tons of hip hop niggas was just in their feelings like I'll be consoled. I just I mean I just dropped to my knees and I'm throwing up. <laughs> it's like bro the internet is hilarious but I hate it at the exact same time. It is a wild wild place. Like I was uh, watching this YouTuber he said he hadn't made a video in like nine months. And he got back on and he was talking about like some of his mental struggles and things. And between the shit that happened with Kid Fury and then I've been noticing a lot more content creators on all scales talk about it. This content shit is not going to live long enough. Yeah. Normal people aren't meant to experience this. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it fucks up celebrities, let alone niggas with nine to fives. We can both attest to that. Yes, we can. That shit is like, I've been wondering, like, mm-hmm. it was like the last couple of weeks before I was having a tough time. We took some time off with this. Um, I recorded the episode with Melvin last week, which was cool because I hadn't really. We talked about a lot of stuff I hadn't talked about with him as a grown version of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you listen yet? Mm-mm. <laughs> so I just like because Melvin was my RA at Gremlin. And I asked, him, I was like, what was it like to know an 18 year old juice? And he just started telling me. I'm just like, damn, I was a weird-ass fucking kid. I was weird. You knew this. I knew this, but I just always wondered how it felt for somebody that didn't grow up to meet me, like, at 18. Different perspective. And I'm, like, a kid that listens to, like, a grand one. I had a... These are the posters I had on my side of the wall. Mm -hmm. Miles Davis, Jay-Z, and Eminem. And then I had the CD cover of... Uh, juveniles 400 degrees that's a weird dynamic for an 18 year old from Alabama in in Grambling Louisiana true so Melvin on last episode told the story of when I forced him to uh, write out the lyrics to the 10 crack commandment Not the crack commandment. And he still remembered him. Like, he was, like, mentioning him in the fucking episode. I was like, God damn, I was a weird-ass fucking kid. <laughs> Why would I tell somebody who's ordained as a reverend, be like, you know, you know the ten, you know the ten commandments, but do you know the ten crack commandments? You What's go- number six? Wait, that. you gonna learn. And he was like, if you ain't being around police, <laughs> I can't remember. He said, if you ain't getting back, stay the fuck from police. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. I'm such a weird ass fucking weirdo. It's fun. That was definitely like new hipster phase. What else was super popular? What else did I have? 
The only other thing I saw was like this shit on Twitter, and I'm, I've been thinking I'm kind of over like dating topics. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you see the thing where they, they were talking about the singles mixer? I literally just saw that on TikTok today, but I didn't actually watch it all the way through. But I saw the girl say like she went to a singles mixer and it was all women. Like, no men showed up. And then, so, when that came out, people were like, oh, these desperate women, all this shit. Then the truth came out that men actually did show up to the thing that showed up later. Uh. And it was, like, actually a pretty decent size of men. And they were playing games and dancing and stuff. And it looked like it was fun. And then, like, people, like this one guy was like, I wouldn't go to a singles mixer. Because going to a singles mixer is just saying you ain't got no hoes. And women don't like niggas that ain't got no hoes. And then I was thinking, my young brother. <laughs> this might be why you ain't got no hoes. Right. <laughs> because a nigga like me be like, oh, I'm going to be outnumbered. I'm going to go to that shit. <laughs> and I ain't going to say if I got hoes or if I ain't got hoes. But it's just say. I would still go to that shit. Same. I would too. Because, like, what's the lose at that point? Yeah, what's the harm? Y'all are both admitting we are single. Which is way more clarification than any of this other dating shit. Oh, my God. Showing up to some shit and be like, we both single is, like, I pray for scenarios like that. Like, niggas be like, bitches be like, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> what it do, baby? But yeah, like, so I'm like, bro, y'all hating on this shit the wrong way. And then I was reading that with uh, a younger me in perspective and then like me now. And I was like, that's insane. That you automatically hop to bitches don't like niggas and they got bitches instead of being like, find the women. <laughs> That like you, the like quantity doesn't mean anything after a certain age mm-hmm. to men. Like I can just say that as a thirty-three-year-old, mm-hmm. having multiple people to talk to is fucking hell. You got to keep on multiple conversations. You got to watch separate shows with different people. <laughs> Do you know how stressing that shit is? <laughs> And then they just be revealing spoilers because the other niggas they talking to watching the shit they watching. True. And you like, I ain't even see that shit. True. And then you gotta be like, nah, I'm good with spoilers. That literally happened. It's like No bitch, I haven't seen the new Stranger Things. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.